Welcome to episode 86 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Hello Martin, this is Chris Scheinhaber from Germany. Nickname Chris BMX. I really like your podcasts a lot and I think you are doing a great job. I reckon that um, producing a regular podcast and also keeping the website alive really requires lots of effort and time. When I think of that, um, that you also need to work at a normal day job and you also want to shoot as much as possible, I guess, I imagine that you have a really tight schedule. So I thought, how about time management in photography? Thanks very much to Chris for the message and the kind words and of course for the suggestion for a podcast topic. Finding time for photography as well as other responsibilities can be tough when you have a day job. Today I'm going to talk a little about how I manage my time But before I start, um, I just wanted to say that I haven't managed my time very well over the last week and was left unable uh, to get a podcast out. I've been experiencing a lot of sort of unrelated technical issues recently and a lot of them have eaten up most of my free time. And then last Tuesday when I was about to settle down uh, to prepare for this episode, I found that one of my web servers was down and it took me an entire evening to get it back up again. So I didn't have time... Uh, to get back to this in the following evenings last week so sorry for not getting um, last week's episode out and for the site being down if you came by but wasn't able to access anything now though let's get down to uh, today's topic on time management and photography Now, I have to say before we start that what I'm about to talk about is uh, the things that I bear in mind from my own experiences and things that I've learned in business over the years. Some things might work for you and some might not. The uh, advice that you that sort of clicks, you know, please sort of take it away and, and utilize it as you as you wish. But the things that don't click, just throw them out. It's really just sort of advice from my own personal experience. Uh, basically, though, I have a day job and it keeps me really busy here in the heart of Tokyo and I get maybe two or three hours or so each evening um, away from my day, my main job and most weekends are my own too. In that time, though, I have to find time for lots of photography-related activity and time to spend with my other half. And uh, a few months ago, um, in episode 78, I mentioned some of the techniques that I use to plan my trips Uh, from a location perspective. Of course, this means that I also need to find time uh, to plan to do that planning on where where to go, uh, as well as actually finding time to go. Then once I get back, I have a whole bunch of images that I have to work through, uh, selecting the best ones and post processing them. I create a smaller resized version for the online gallery at the same time, and it takes uh, some more time to upload it and caption those. And I have to find time to keep up with the MVP forum and my email. I'm uh, still managing to reply to all mail that I get uh, from podcast listeners, for example, but it takes time. 
And there's a certain amount of work that I have to do to keep uh, my websites going and doing the things that they do. And it often entails a little bit of PHP uh, programming here and there. And then, of course, there's finding time to write a transcript for each podcast each week and then record and upload and then publish each one. These are things that I have to do uh, pretty much all the time to keep things just ticking over. Once I've done all of this and spent some time with the other half uh, to keep me from being divorced, there are uh, a few other things that I like to find time to do, such as reading photography magazines, books, and going through uh, things like my Lenswork extended CDs. Um, now, if you think uh, through what I've just said, though, in that order, um, you'll probably notice that I've, I've pretty much just prioritized my tasks with the things that I have to do first and then the things that I like to do after that. When we find that we don't have time to do all of the things that we want uh, or feel that we, we must do, uh, we have to start prioritizing our photography-related activity in relation to everything else. Most people will have gotten to the point where they are today, uh, with regards to photography, that is, as a kind of natural progression. Where you are in that natural progression will probably determine how much weight you give photography against other things in your life. I'm going to talk about some of the theory that I've learned that um, helps me. In its early stages, photography is going to probably be a hobby or even just a pastime. Now, to me, what we call a pastime is exactly that. It's something that we do to pass the time. This implies that it will carry very little weight in comparison to other activities in your life. You'll only do it if you have nothing else to do and want to pass some time. If this is all photography is to you right now, then you probably don't need to worry too much about managing your time around it. So, you know, let's just move on to the next stage. Naturally, as this, quote, hobby, unquote, starts to grab us, it very soon becomes what we might call a serious hobby or a passion. Now, when we start to call something a passion, we naturally want to indulge it in it as much as possible, or at least um, as much as is viable. At this stage, you're going to start. To ha uh, you're going to have to start and think about how to find time to indulge in photography, as opposed to a multitude of other activities that battle for your precious free time. If you have another hobby, for example, they'll start to vie for your time uh, pretty quickly. For around a decade, for example, I used to play golf. I still love the game of golf, but around five years ago, when I really started to put more time into my photography, um. Again, after, that was after I bought uh, my first DSLR. I found that I was less and less um, able to put any time into golf, uh, opting more and more to go out with my camera. The other thing was that it's very expensive to play golf in Japan too, and the golf courses are also far away from home, that it's a 12-hour deal to go for a game. It took me so long and so much money that I just had to make a decision. Do I continue to do both or give up one for the other? Well, the obvious uh, thing that happened is that I gave up golf. I simply didn't have the time and didn't want to continue to put my money into both. I had started to prioritize my activities and where I channel my money. In the next few years, photography went from being a serious hobby to a passion. And now, as I extend my reach into the world of photography, selling some of my work and reaching out to you guys via this podcast, and the website and the forum, it has such a grasp on me that I really 
uh, have to think hard about how I use my time. The things that I've mentioned so far are actually just the things that I've decided to do. There are lots of other things that I still have to find a way to fit in, but have not managed uh, to yet, or I've chosen to put them off for one reason or another. We'll get to that more in a short while though. For now, all I can say is that there's ev that everything on my list of daily or weekly tasks is there for a reason, whether it's to help me uh, build my profession as a photographer or to stop me from going insane from the pressure of my day job or to simply prevent me from being divorced. So how do you uh, decide what to do and what not to do? Well, some of you will have heard of the Pareto Principle, which um, is also known as the 80-20 rule. This originally comes from an Italian guy called Vilfredo Pareto, who uh, observed that 80% of the income in Italy went to 20% of the population. This, though, it turns out, uh, can be applied to many things in business and indeed in life itself. The one that I use in my daily thinking is, about, is that only 20% of what I do will lead to 80% of my success. It was based on, on this that I pretty much stopped doing uh, street photography and all kinds of photography other than nature and wildlife. Why is this? You know, it's basically because I have a limited amount of time to take photographs. So instead of wandering around Tokyo shooting street scenes, uh, which I really don't um, find all that interesting, it doesn't do much for me personally, the majority of the time when I have time to photograph, I head to a park or to some uh, of the more remote and wild places and shoot what I really love. I believe that when shooting something that you really have an appreciation for, the results will be much better than when you're just shooting for the sake of it. Going back to the 80-20 rule, I would imagine that if I, let's see, if what I shoot um, was 100, and I have succeeded in ruling out some of the 80% flack that uh, you know, I don't really enjoy or that I don't think will um, con you know, contribute to my success, then by doing that, I'm concentrating more on what I enjoy and believe I'm good at, then I'm probably greatly increasing my chances of succeeding as a photographer. I should note that if, say, I have to go somewhere um, to show friends around or, you know, for some for some other reason I'm out um, somewhere that I, I wouldn't really normally choose to go myself, I'll still take a camera and I'll shoot what I can, but this is just me making the most of time which is not entirely my own and giving me another form of stress relief, I guess. I find that just the, the simple act of handling my photography equipment, looking through the viewfinder, composing the shot and releasing the shutter uh, is totally relaxing for the most part. It's probably very selfish of me, though, to use other occasions to quench my first photogra for photography, but then I've never been known as the most social card in the deck, so I really don't care too much about that. I actually just really hate to waste any time. In my selfish, antisocial way, spending time doing anything other than photography uh, with my own uh, spare time uh, comes very close to doing just that, wasting time. Anyway, the real first tip after all this um, is if you're pushed for time to photograph, concentrate on the thing that you most want to photograph. If you want any kind of success in photography, and most of us do, even if that's just receiving some praise from your family and friends, 
remember that only 20% of what you photograph um, will probably lead to that success. So identifying the 20% and getting rid of, or at least lowering the priority of the other 80% will probably help you to find more time for what you really want to do and what will most lead to your pho photographic success. I've done a similar thing um, with other tasks too. For example, I used to create and maintain uh, screensavers of my photographs that were downloadable from my website. As I added more features to my site though and started to do the podcast, uh, I found that I just couldn't keep up with all of the things that I was doing. It soon became obvious that podcast podcasting was going to bring many more visitors to my site and in turn help me to become better known as a photographer than did my screensavers. So I stopped updating them and I removed the links from the site. The difficulty when stopping doing anything comes from the perceived value in what you've already done. I spent a bit of money on the tool uh, to create the screensavers and invested some time in creating some uh, special web pages uh, to, to publish them and a fair amount of time in creating the original screensavers and then updating them for a while. This makes me think that I've invested so much in them to date that it would be a waste, of, a waste to stop. Now this can lead to keeping unnecessary tasks going for much longer than necessary. Once you are in a position where you have to start making decisions on what stays and what goes, and you have identified what has to go, any time or money that you throw into that area from that point on is just making the problem worse. You're just throwing good money and time after bad. Cut your losses uh, while you're ahead and move on. As I mentioned earlier, there are some tasks that I really have to start uh, to work into my time to continue to succeed in my photography. I'm not going to go into details about these things as some of them need to be thought through much more thoroughly before I can proceed. You might ask though why I'm putting these off uh, if I feel that they're important to my success as a photographer. Well, the thing is, the priority of what we decide to do changes over time. Some, some things you know, may be obviously important but depends on other factors before we can act on it. For example some of the things left on my list uh, that I'm planning require that I have a larger portfolio of quality nature and wildlife images and building a portfolio takes months and years especially when you're working a day job. As I progress uh, in building that portfolio the priority of the things on my list uh, that depend on it will get higher and higher until they get into that top 20%. And that's when I'll start to assign time to them. Until then, I'll just keep rolling these ideas around in my mind, improving on them. Now, the next important thing is to be true to yourself when deciding what your 20% is. There's always going to be the temptation to tell yourself that things you enjoy doing the most are in the 20% of your photography-related tasks, and that... Things that you don't enjoy are in the other 80% and therefore don't really need to be um, assigned any time. This is dangerous ground indeed. The, in my day job, I actually manage a large um, team, multiple teams of software test engineers. And therefore, I get into a lot of coaching um, of the team. And quite a lot um, of that involves me improving my own time management and also learning the skills that I'm going to coach the team. So in the pursuit of excellence in this area, I've you know, not only studied things like the Pareto Principle or the 80-20 rule that we've just talked about so far, 
Uh, but also a few years ago, I read a book um, that I continue to quote and recommend to people all the time. That book is called Eat That Frog by an author called Brian Tracy. The subtitle of this book is 21 Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time. Now, I'm going to paraphrase significantly here, as I do when I'm coaching my team in my day job, but the general idea is that people spend a lot of time doing tasks that they like and invent or spend time on totally unnecessary uh, tasks to avoid doing the tasks that they don't like. The tasks that we don't like are likened to eating a big ugly frog every day. The thing is that nobody wants to eat the frog, and for obvious reasons we start to do other things uh, that are easier to do to avoid eating it. With this big ugly frog sitting next to our computer screen croaking at us, we, we start to sort of invent all other kinds of tasks to talk ourselves into the fact that we're really busy and that we don't have time to eat the frog. We're really just procrastinating. The result can be uh, so serious that we spend a whole day and a few hours of overtime even doing unnecessary tasks that, that we basically convinced ourselves that we've got to do um, and they keep us really busy. And then we give ourselves a pat on the back and go home without eating the frog. You know, the problem here is that the next day when we come into the office, there's now two frogs sitting on our desk and we have to work even harder on the procrastination to stop ourselves from feeling guilty about not eating these frogs. And it's a vicious circle. The most important thing to realize here, though, is that these frogs or these tasks that you don't want to do are more often than not going to be the 20% of the work that will most likely lead to 80% of your success. Again, it's that 80-20 uh, rule. But imagine if you put on your brave hat and every day when you sit down to start your work, you decide that you're going to eat the biggest and fattest and ugliest frog before you do anything else. And that's what you do. The result now is that you have no other ugly frog sitting croaking at you. You no longer have to spend time uh, doing unnecessary work padding out your easy tasks or even inventing new pointless tasks to convince yourself that you're not going to eat the frog or that you're not even able to eat the frog. You now find that you have uh, lots of other time to concentrate on the rest of your 20% and you might also find that you have some time left over to start working on the other 80% that's still important but not as, as important as the first 20%. Remember that this last 80% is also responsible for the last 20% of your success. So if you can find time to do all of it, then you're laughing. Now, as I say, I am really paraphrasing here. I'm, I'm mixing the Eat That Frog book with the 80-20 rule. And to be honest, it's been so long since I read it that I can't even remember if that book goes into the 80-20 rule. But that's my take on it. I guess before we start to wrap up, though, I should say that balance is important. If you are single, uh, you may be able to devote every minute of your spare time to photography if that's what you want to do. If this is the case, I hope that these tips will help you to prioritize how you allocate your time and uh, the pursuit of photography and the related activities. Many of you, though, will have a partner or family that demand a large slice of your time. Uh, how big you make that slice will depend entirely on how much you want to be successful with your photography or how quickly you want it to happen. Remember that if you space things out, you know, it, you, you might still get there, but it'll just take longer. So it really is up to you on the slice of time, the size of the slice of time that you give to your photography. And I'm really just offering you um, some ideas on, 
on how to sort of prioritize that and how to at least think about the theory of um, prioritizing that. Of course, your family are important and to many they'll be the most important thing in your life and they should be. I personally, I'm pushing this very, very far, probably way too far. My other half is very, very understanding and I have to admit um, there is still a lot of friction. I devote way too much time to my photography and related activities than I would like to suggest that any of you do unless you're single or you love photography as much as I do or are as uh, antisocial as I am. At the start of this episode, I touched on the various levels of interest in photography. Uh, for some, photography is just a pastime. And if this is the case, uh, you know, if your interest in photography uh, is you know, just, just really um, a fun pastime, then I, d I don't think that you need to worry too much about it. Just sort of do it when it, f when it takes your fancy. If you're interested to the point um, that you're, say, listening to this podcast, though, and you obviously are, or you wouldn't be hearing me say this, uh, then you're probably already past that point, and you're at least considering photography to be a, a serious hobby or a passion. After all, you know, if, if, if you weren't thinking that way, you probably wouldn't even put listening to this podcast in your top 20% of things to do with your time, right? So anyway, this is also why I'm also grateful um, for you listening um, whenever, you know, I say this every so often, but I know that your time is precious. And even if, say, you have 10 different podcasts that you want to listen to, and you only have time to listen to five, then you're, or even if we use the 8 to 20 rule, you only have time to, to listen to two, then you're obviously, by hearing this, giving me uh, that honour. So thank you very much for continuing to listen. For some of us, you know, for me, um, I'd say that photography is more than a serious hobby even, and even more than a passion. I'd say that photography is, for me at least, a way of life. For fear of upsetting some of you, I'd say that it's almost like a religion to me. While I'm awake and while I'm not concentrating on my job or my other half, you know, then I'm generally actively doing something photography related or I'm thinking about it while I'm pretending to do something else. It's this deep love for photography that keeps me um, devoting so much time to it uh, as opposed to other activities that would give me uh, a much easier life as a husband uh, to a kind and understanding wife or this, you know, it would drive me... Yeah, it's the thing that drives me to um, get up at unearthly hours and drive to remote locations uh, to do photography. This is what drives me to stay up until 1am on this podcast and uh, say pro post-processing images or maintaining my website when I could be sitting in front of the TV uh, watching a movie or better still in bed catching up on some very, very um, dearly needed beauty sleep. So this is what drives me, um, everything really, um, in photography for me. I'm not suggesting that you go as crazy about photography as I am, but I just wanted to let you know um, that this is how I feel and, and, you know, and hopefully this will help you to understand how I really find time to do it all. Many of you have mailed me saying you don't know how I find the time. Well, let me tell you one last thing. Time is not out there just lying around for us to find. We have to make it. Everything we do is because we prioritised it above the things that we decided not to do. If there's something that we don't make time for, it's probably not in that 20%, or you have not yet defined your 20%. As I said at the start of the podcast, 
what I say is simply what I do uh, based on my own time management studies over the years and you can either take it or leave it but if you want to take it and you believe that there are things that you um, are assigning time to but maybe you shouldn't be and there are tasks that you feel that you need to do but you aren't doing yet then maybe a reshuffle is necessary. Start by writing down all of the things that you feel that you should be doing and the things that you do right now. If you don't have time for the important stuff, then start to get rid of that that is not directly contributing to your success. If you spend any significant time playing games, for example, ask yourself how important that is compared to your photography. If you prioritise your photography above playing games, then either cut down on the time that you play games or stop altogether. Now, I know that I'm probably going to annoy even more people um, by saying what I just said um, than maybe I did about the, uh, the, connect, uh, you know, the connection to religion, but I'm talking more from experience. I've, I personally haven't played any computer games for so long that I can't remember, despite the fact that I really like them. If playing games is important to you and you want to devote some of your free time to it, then of course that's fine. But you must be happy with that prioritization the next time you're kicking yourself for not having enough time to go out shooting or to post-process uh, that backlog of images. Be true to yourself. What you really want and what you will make time for is really, you know, that, that's, that's it. That's what you've decided to do. If you don't make time for it, then you probably don't really want it. So that's it for today. Again, I'm really sorry that I couldn't get an episode out last week. It just didn't make it into my uh, top 20% of things that I could do with the uh, tiny amount of time that was left after uh, the other 15% or so of it was stolen. Uh, thanks again f uh, to Chris for such a great um, suggestion for a topic. This might not have been quite what you were expecting, but hopefully you'll find some value in what I've said. I'd be interested to hear if any of you have your own ideas about time management and photography. Come by to the forum at martinbaileyphotography.com and let us know if you do. I'm sure there'll be a post in the podcast forum before too long after the episode is released, and if not, please go ahead and start one. So all that remains to say is thanks for giving me your time and listening, and have a great week, however you've prioritised your time. Bye-bye. photocastnetwork.com your photography resource in the potosphere photocastnetwork.com